This is part two to the It's Testing Season podcast I've just published. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to it. And once you're done, come back and listen to this one so that you can understand what I'm talking about. So in the previous podcast, I mentioned Avraham was tested by God with the binding of Yitzchak. And when you think about it, the only way to pass this exam, the testing of the Lord, is to truly love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. It is the only way. Nothing else can get you through it except that you love the Lord. Abraham did. He trusted God, loved him with everything he had, so that he was willing to give up his only begotten son from his wife Sarah. Of course, he had Ishmael, but Ishmael was something else. See, Abraham, out of his love and trust in the Lord, passed the exam with flying colors. But not so much with Abraham's father, Adam, who also, much like Abraham himself, was tested. And we all know that story. The serpent at the tree. See, one thing you need to understand is that the devil, all he really is, is God's testing rod. That's it. He's just the troublemaker. He's the mad dog. He's nothing. He's the joker. He just goes around pushing things, making things. But he really only does what the father allows him to do. He just goes and barks. That's it. He's nothing. He's a jester, the joker. Has no authority, has no power. He's a mad dog. Testing rod. But see, what he does though is expose you for who you really are. For what you have inside of you. See, I mentioned Abraham passed the test with flying colors, but not so with Adam. Adam knew the law. He knew God said, the day you eat from this tree, you will die. Do not eat from this. He knew he mustn't. And yet, his wife was deceived. And when she gave it to him, he took it and ate, knowing it is against the law of God. And he failed. Why? Because he did not love the Lord his God with all his heart, all his soul, all his might. If he had, he wouldn't have disobeyed. And it is a very important principle for you to understand. Because many of you, religious people mostly, have all of the external appearances of someone who loves the Lord, of someone who keeps the commandment, of someone righteous. You wear your tzitzit, you put on your tefillin, you have your kippah, you wear your crosses, you go to synagogue, you go to church, and yet deep in your heart, you are faithless, rebellious, a betrayer. The wedding ring does not guarantee you will not betray and cheat on your wife. But if you love her with all of your heart, that is a guarantee you will not cheat on her. See, if you go to some bar with a wedding ring on your finger and some beautiful woman, exactly the type that you're attracted to, walks right up to you and flirts with you and invites you to go home with her, you have your wedding ring on your finger. Now, the wedding ring, much like the tzitzit, is a reminder of your covenant. 
It is to remind you of the commandments of God, to remind you who you belong to. But it is no guarantee. As a matter of fact, many women will only flirt with a man who has a wedding ring because they like the thrill, they like the excitement. They like to break apart something that is holy, something that is committed. They see a wedding ring, ooh, I'm going to get that one. And that's what the devil does. He says, oh, you belong to God, we'll see. And that is the testing ground. See, if you have the wedding ring, it could go either way. You could look at your wedding ring and say, well, I can't. I'm married to my wife. Or you could just say, eh, that's okay, she'll never know. And you just go ahead and do it. And it's the same exact thing with the Lord. You can have the tzitzit. And it could be a reminder for you to follow the commandments. And it could just be something ritualistic, legalistic, that means absolutely nothing. And you go ahead and cheat. After all, Adam, he didn't have the tzitzit. He had the spiritual tzitzit. He had the glory of the Lord inside of him. Much like many of the followers who have the Holy Spirit. We don't need the tzitzit. It's inside of us, the constant reminder. Yet, that is no guarantee. You can remember the commandments and still break them. Or, if you love the Lord your heart, even if you don't have a reminder out of your love for Him, you will not break them. And that comes back to Abraham and many other heroes of faith. Take Eov, for example, Job. He lost everything. Why? God sent his testing rod. The devil lost everything. His children, his livestock, his health. Even his own wife said, Ah, just curse God and die. And he said, No. Should we accept the good and not the bad? Because he was faithful to the Lord. Loved him with all his heart, all his soul, all his might. Even when he lost everything, he did not sin to open his mouth against Adonai and was blessed for it. And then, next we have Yeshua. Same thing as Adam. Was tested on the mountaintop. The serpent said, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all of these kingdoms. Why don't you tell this stone to become bread? Why don't you jump and tell his angels? The same testing, except that Yeshua, while he did not have the tzitzit, or maybe he did, we don't really know, but nevertheless, he had a heart for his father and was faithful. He remained faithful and did not falter the test. What about you? Are you ready to be tested? See, the only reason you should fear the test is if you're not prepared. If you actually pay attention in class, if you do your homework, if you study, if you spend your time, if you really have the knowledge and understanding of the subject, you have no reason to fear the test. As a matter of fact, you are excited because you know you're going to pass with flying color. Because again, the test is not there to fail you. It is there to expose you. And if you are prepared, well, hallelujah, you're going to get an A+. Only reason you should fear the test is if you are not ready, if you are not prepared. If you know you haven't been paying attention, you haven't been doing your homework, if you know you've been hiding something, and now the test is coming to expose you. See, everybody can smile at class and then, you know, give a little answer when you can copy from your neighbor's notebook, but not so in the test. When you sit alone and you have nobody to cheat from and you are tested for your own knowledge, for your own obedience, and that is when you are truly exposed. So again, 
the test is not there to change you. It's not there to make you into something you're not. It is there to expose you for what you are. And sure, you might be tested by the devil. Many people are. As a matter of fact, we read in the scripture, even Paul prayed to hand some people over to the devil so that they might die. Yes, but it's not the devil you should fear, it's God. And not just fear, but love. Because if you truly love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your might, you have nothing to fear because you know that no matter what happens, you will come on top. No matter what God takes away, no matter what God does, no matter whom He sends against you to test you, you will come out victorious because you are grounded in your very heart, in your very core. You are faithful. You are committed. You are loyal. And no matter what happens, much like Eov, you will come out victorious. But if you do not have that root, if you do not have that anchor, if you're not grounded and all you have is a tzitzit and a kippah and a tefillin and a ritual and a synagogue and a church, then you're going down. <laughs> it's over for you. Because when the trials come, when the tribulation come, you're going to fall apart like a cheap tent because you're not grounded in the Lord. You have no love for Him. And when the hard times come, you're going to turn against Him. You're going to forsake Him because you don't love Him. It's all just a ritual, and the ritual has no strength of its own. The ritual cannot save you. It cannot deliver you. It cannot protect you. So no matter how you look at it, the testing will expose you. And if you are exposed and found guilty and found faithless, which is really trustless, it's over for you. You got that? It is all over. If you fail the testing of God, look what happened to Adam. He failed and here we are. Born in sin, conceived in iniquity. And I'm not even going to mention all the others who failed the test because they don't even matter. And yet, so many have succeeded. And the only reason we are here today is because of all the blessings from their obedience, from their faithfulness. Read Hebrews 11. We call it the whole of faith. All of those who conquered, who persevered, who triumphed in the faith because they trusted Adonai. They were rooted in Him, they were grounded in Him, and they loved Him. Not in a ritualistic way, but in a spiritual, real, concrete, and authentic way. Hallelujah.